0: Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, necrophilia, 80s drug use, schmucks, 80s hairstyle and wardrobes, attempted robbery, corporate embezzlement, and Bernie.
1: Bernie's dead.
0: Either way, listener discretion is advised. Episode 2. I get yelled at when I just lay there. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Spirekin Movie Review. I'm your host, Zahn, and with me is... Cal. How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, pretty good. The Better second... than Bernie. Oh, yes. So, for our second episode of the Spirkin Movie Review, we've decided to review Weekend at Bernie's. Now, for those who don't know, Spirekin is a site that provides information and reviews about movies. You can check us out at http colon slash slash com. for right now. We're actually getting a finally a web domain. Finally going to put $7 out at GoDaddy to buy spirkin.com label.
1: Yeah, that's money well spent.
0: Yes, it is. Now, feeds, that's going to be another thing altogether, because I prefer using Podbean for right now, but maybe I'll eventually change and make things a little better. But that's, again, neither here nor there. If you want to send me an email, sparkin at gmail.com, Just put movie in the subject for what movie that we're reviewing, so we know it's not one of the manga reviews, because the parent show of this is the Sparkin manga review. Very popular show that's having its 100th episode soon, and you can play against me if you have an Xbox Live account on Xbox under Zan Space and any updates will be on Twitter under Sparkin. If you want to leave voicemail it's 206-350-8462 that again is 206-350-8462 leave a voicemail and we will play it on air hopefully we'll get a couple of interesting ones for this podcast It'd be kind of cool to play some in the background, some just weird things about what you think about the different movies, and if you hate them, if you like them, if you we recommend a movie and you thought it was the worst piece of shit ever, or if you never heard of the movie before and it was kind of cool, or if you think we didn't analyze something. Yeah,
1: once we get to the point where we're going to start advertising in advance what movies we do, that yes, would be pretty cool.
0: We do. Well, because the fact is, one of the things that made the Spark and Monger Review so popular was the wheel Longer Which was an interesting gimmick. However, we can't use the Wheel of Manga for movies because it doesn't work, even though the Wheel of Movies work. We have a couple of things, some ideas rolling around, pardon the pun. I think we have something that's going to work. We'll see what happens. We'll tell you about that in episode four, hopefully, or episode five, one of the two ones, because i will be set, because co-host for number three is going to be kind of interesting, and four is equally interesting, maybe. Then you'll be back for five, right, Cal? Probably,
1: yeah. Yeah. Whenever you call me.
0: Yes. <laughs> You're on call. Yes. Like a surgeon. Either way, so, as we stayed, we're going to be reviewing a pretty interesting movie, a very old movie from 1989, directed by Ted Kotchke. can't believe this movie's over 20 years old. That's very sad. Wow. And starring Andrew McCarthy, Jonathan Silverman, Catherine Mary Stewart, and Terry Kaiser. And that movie is... Weekend at Bernie's. Yes, a very, well... I think this is a classic. I love the tagline of this movie. Bernie Lomax would be the perfect host except for one small problem. He's, He's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a weird movie that they thought it was not going to be a good movie. They thought this movie was going to do horrible. And it became a surprise hit. It made over $70 million worldwide. On a budget of $6.5 Yeah, which is pretty good. Especially for what the movie is. Because the movie is a kind of sick premise because essentially it is you are desecrating a corpse for the majority of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. And surprisingly, this is Terry Kreischer's most prolific role. I mean, the only other thing I really remember him from is Lois and Clark as H.G. Wells. Yeah,
1: that's right. I remember that. Oh man, that was definitely nuts. Four
0: episodes he was in that. Yeah, that's
1: right.
0: That's the only thing else I really. I mean, supposedly he was in Night Court and some other things according to IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> I like that. IMDb. Must yes. remember IMDb. So either way the whole movie is about these two guys played by Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy, he's well he did not age well I haven't seen him in a recent picture he was on his TV show, it was pretty bad Mm. and well, Jonathan Silverman I think he doesn't do anything anymore
1: I haven't seen him in anything either
0: but either way so what happens is that they're two schmucks, Larry Wilson and Richard Parker, and they're these pretty kinda, what would you say they are
1: uh, well, Larry is kind of the the joking, wisecracking one, and Richard's the, you know, kind of uptight, if you compare it to Harold and Kumar, you know, Larry's Kumar and, and Richard's uh, Harold.
0: Except that Kumar's smart and Larry is...
1: Well, Larry's kind of an idiot, yeah. He's not an idiot. I, yeah, yeah, he's not... He's an idiot. opportunist. Yeah, he, and... He's more street smart than book
0: smart. Yes, because the opening sequence, I think, is brilliant. Because you see, it's a hot summer's day in old New York. You can tell us the old New York because of the nice retro clothing and the old license plates on the cars. Yes. Which are, which now New York is changing their license plate again. They
1: are hanging
0: there. Yep, it's going to be orange now. Orange? That was the original color of New York. And uh, if you want to keep your current licenses, it's $35. Don't ask why I know that. It's kind of hard to explain. Are you from the future? No. But, so it opens up when they're leaving their apartments to go to work on the weekend alone. And you see, you can see how the characters are, because Richard is dressed very, he's wearing his shirt, tie, suspenders.
1: Keep in mind, this is most likely a Saturday or or a Sunday. Well, it's definitely the weekend, but it's most likely a Sunday. Yeah, because the next day was, yeah. And, uh, you know, so why would would you go into the office with nobody else there, you're still dressed in your business casual attire with tie.
0: Well, he's obviously a goodie 2 shoes and he's going there to work and they see Larry leave his apartment.
1: He's got his portable TV, a-, a cooler, and he's got his shorts on.
0: And a weird shirt. And as they're walking down, one of the best lines is they're walking, it's, they're saying, oh, it's so hot, it's so hot, it's a boiling hot day. And this guy who's just sitting by the bridge, this is before they cleaned up the city, before Giuliani cleaned up the city, so it's kind of <laughs> still a skeezy place. Yeah. So guys are sitting there in Central Park, hand in his pants, doing the out, Bundy. They walk up past him, pulls out a gun, says, give me all your money.
1: This is actually one of my favorite parts. And Larry just <laughs> dismisses him and goes, I'll get your ass out of here, it's too hot.
0: And the guy just is holding the gun watching them.
1: Dumbfounded that they just blew him off like that.
0: He just is like,
1: whatever. Yeah, he now, shrugs it off.
0: Nowadays you did that, he fucking shook it. I
1: think that sets the tone for Unless it, it would
0: work. It might work. If it's hot enough.
1: You know, I've actually heard stories of you know people getting mugged and, you know, just kind of turning the tables on it, on the mugger. And not necessarily <laughs> mugging the mugger, but, you know, just being like, get out of here.
0: Like, dude, there's a cop right there. Are you yeah. really going to mug me? Yeah. Uh, it's like, funny. either way, so what happens is they go to their job, which is completely empty, as we said earlier, and they're computer programmers for this company. Yeah, it's an insurance company. They're computer programmers transferring all the data from regular standard hard copies to the computer, and these computers are ancient. I mean, it's still using ploppies. Yeah, oh god. I remember those. You pull it out, you put it in, and it had so much memory. What is it, like 16k? Oh god, I don't even know. <laughs> so much. 16k. So yeah. much. So they're working on it, and Larry's like, I can't fucking do this. I'm going to the beach. Mm. He grabs Richard's paperwork, which is on a spreadsheet. Not mm. like a spreadsheet from Office. I mean, literally a spreadsheet printer.
1: Printed? Yeah, printed out on paper. Hard, hard copy
0: really long and so they go to the beach not noticing I'm using the dink dink yeah. or the uh, quotations in the airs yeah. and like you guys can see those right? <laughs> yes yes <laughs> I can their beach is like any New Yorker the, the roof. roof and such a nice beach it's nice bubbling it's a kiddie pool and the roof is oh filled with tar
1: yep yeah. tar just they're just up there baking,
0: and it's so hot and dated. You could tell it because they have the old Coors cans, and they're saying, "Yeah, we why don't we go to Jones Beach? It's filled <laughs> with with needles and something." <laughs> they're just like they want to relax and have fun. And as they're arguing, Richard finds something in his copy of the spreadsheet, which is all pristine and nice.
1: Yeah, and he he basically tells Larry to look at his uh, his version of the spreadsheet. and Larry's is just completely. Larry's a mess. He's got tar all over his hands from the melting, gets his paperwork all disgusting, and that just shows you their personalities.
0: Yes, and what happens is there's a discrepancy for two million dollars. Yeah. It's a discrepancy involving multiple life insurances that were issued after the death of the person who died, which is weird. And they think, wait, 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 we could take it to the boss, and the boss, Bernie Lomax, will give us a promotion, we'll be heroes, and all this stuff. And so they go to meet the particular Bernie.
1: Yeah.
0: And Bernie is... Actually, he's kind of a sleazeball, but I I like him, though. No, yeah, he's a likable guy, especially in the second half of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He spends the majority of the movie in the second sequel exactly like that. (laughs) Who else could do that? But played by Terry Kaiser, who has done nothing of worth, except maybe Mannequin on the move and the sequel to this. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. So what happens is that he goes and they talk to him. There's a subplot with this girl that Richard likes, but it's kind of... That's not well, really that interesting. It's throwaway. So what happens is that they talk to Bernie and they show him it. And at first he's like, no, 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 there's a mis- it's not a mistake. They took out multiple insurances. This is This happens after time. And Richard points out that the accounts were started after the person died. So it's obviously embezzlement or fraud or basically, something. Basically, yeah,
1: you get the impression there that that Bernie trying to disprove their their theory and turns out no, they are they are in fact right and Bernie then basically says, "Why don't we talk about this at my at my beach house over the weekend?" And that basically sets up
0: the premise for them to going to Bernie's on the weekend. Yeah. Hence, Weekend at Bernie's the title. Yeah. And that's it. They have a good time at at
1: Bernie's, and the end. Nah, what no, happened? Well, not that easy. Besides
0: the fact that Bernie does a sniff of cocaine in the middle of the movie, <laughs> yeah, in the
1: middle of their meeting, he just kind of absconds to another room and comes back scratching his nose, yeah, he's completely, you know, just kind of out of it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of drug use and whatnot. So anyway, it turns out that Bernie. The next scene, it transitions to him talking to this guy named Vito, who is a gangster that Bernie works with. Right. And his two goons. One guy is named uh, Paulie, and the other guy his name was Goon. And then Vito's girlfriend. They're having dinner and they're eating salad with walnut dressing. <laughs> Remember how people can eat that shit? Give me some Italian, some French, some Caesar dressing, walnut dressing. Come well, on.
1: Vito had a problem with it too.
0: Yeah, I I no, he no, he got balsamic. He wanted walnut. Oh, is that the way it
1: was? Yeah, I hate. I, he
0: I, had... I hate balsamic too. Balsamic is gross. Uh.
1: I thought it was the other one. Ah, that's so minor, though. Not even worth getting
0: yeah, true. Hung up on. So what happens is that he says, look, kill the two guys, they found out what's going on, you take care of them, and we'll take care of it, and then...
1: Yeah, basically Bernie is working with the mob, um, you know, doing these fraudulent schemes, and now that these two have discovered fraud, Bernie wants them killed.
0: In this murder-suicide idea that Bernie has, which is pretty smart. Yeah. In a creative sort of way, and he leaves. And turns out that Bernie is sleeping with Vito's girlfriend, Tina.
1: Yep. And, and Vito knows about it.
0: Yes. And Vito decides, you know what? Screw killing the two schmucks. Kill Bernie Pauly. Yep. Pauly, played by Don Kolfka, who does... Well, he's a character actor in a lot of TV series.
1: Yeah, you see his face, you'll recognize him from stuff, maybe.
0: Yeah, he's, he's kind of those, hey, I know that guy type yeah. thing. And so what happens is Bernie goes... From there to the island. After a funny, well, stupid sequence involving Larry bringing a girl out on a date and then going to his house and trying to have happy time, <laughs> while well, his apartment he lives with his parents, which was a mistake on his part, and for that you just pay for a hotel or you, right, exactly, or yeah. you, or you go to a friend's house, which uh, Larry did offer to Richard, but Richard said that there's monsters or something <laughs> in the apartment, like roaches that yeah, <laughs> too many cockroaches, which is another, uh, you know,
1: New York staple.
0: At least I didn't talk about rats in the walls. Right. But that's... New York isn't a bad place. It really isn't. No,
1: it's not. But, you know, anybody who's lived there... Knows. You've seen cockroaches before.
0: Yes. And, but nowadays it's a lot better. You have these devices which get rid of the cockroaches.
1: Yeah, those little electronic
0: things. Bah. Anyway. So, Bernie goes to the island early and he sets up things. And what happens is when he gets there, after pissing off some guy who's saying, I want my $40 you owe me, <laughs> and kicking him out of his house and knocking over the gardener, phone rings, runs to it, it's Pauly. Yeah. But as they're talking, the answering machine clicks on, the old answering machine, which back in the day, answering machines were built into phones. And they, you could talk to them, like with most things, didn't record at the same time. And he's talking to Pauly and saying, oh, Pauly, you're here too early, the schmucks aren't here yet. Yeah. You can't kill them while I'm here. It's like, oh, no problem, you're on the phone, I'll meet you at your house. Where's your house again?
1: Pauly basically shows up at Bernie's house way too early, and what does he do?
0: He kills him. Kills and, Bernie. And leaves heroin to make it look like Bernie was just having some too, a little too much fun.
1: Yeah. It and, made it look like an OD.
0: And Bernie, meanwhile, had written this confession note and left money to make it look like there's murder-suicide for Larry and Richard, so now things are kind of confusing. And Larry and Richard, after an interesting thing where they get on a boat, a little adventure with that, they end up in Bernie's luxurious house, which Honestly, from an artistic point of view, the house looks fucking atrocious. it is asymmetrical, it's strange looking well, it's very art nouveau, it's very modern art, but I don't like it. I think it looked really just 80's pop <laughs> yeah that, it was definitely an odd shape to it was worth 1.5 million dollars at least for that at that period, which now would be how much you think.
1: Uh, some- Beachfront property in, in New York
0: and Hampton Island nowadays, oh, wow. well, with the recession, now you could probably buy that for f- four hundred thousand.
1: I don't know about four hundred thousand, but no, because uh. the
0: flooding and all that other shit, you, you, they, they drop prices dramatically. Mm. But I'd say around a hundred. I'd say about hundred million, easy. 100 million. Ah, uh, no way. Nowadays, uh, nowadays, hundred million
1: maybe. Million, a hundred million. I don't know. That's too much. All right. Maybe
0: two, three, two, three million? Nah, all right. We'll say two, three million minimum.
1: Anyway, it's a really expensive,
0: luxurious house on the beach.
2: And,
1: and inside it actually looks pretty nice.
0: Yes, with all the champagne and the grand piano and the chandeliers and the large paintings and all this other stuff. Yeah. And so they go in and all these very hot women are walking around. One girl walks in, takes Bernie's keys to use oh, his motorboat. Oh, she's so hot. Yes, I think her name was, well, I don't remember what her name was, but she had big boobs and she was wearing an 80s bikini, which was very nice. It was, uh, yeah. You're like, blah. Yeah. 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 And I love that Larry's like, hi, I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Her, her name rhymes with that. Uh, 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 Tawny. Something like that. Tawny, all right. Huh. So they go looking for Bernie and they find Bernie dead. But they don't think he's dead at first. They just see him kind of... At first they think he just sleeping. Because before Paulie left, he put these glasses on him. So these glasses that to hide his eyes. And he's just kind of sitting there with a smirk on his face. Like This is where the movie starts to really get funny. Because they first yeah. don't realize he's dead. And they try to wake him up. And they say, oh, you need some coffee or something like that. And then they realize, wait, Bernie's dead. Yeah. Oh, shit. And they they start, panic
1: a little bit. and They you
0: know. panic and then a bunch of people show up. Because yeah. Bernie's the party guy... Everyone comes to his house to party and they're freaking out like, Oh god, they're finally he's dead and we're gonna we're the one people here and as they're watching, no one's really paying attention to Bernie. It's like they're just kinda he's there because they he's sitting there, right? They lay him down.
1: Yeah, they have him positioned in such a way that it looks like he's kinda just lounging on his couch.
0: And they're just kinda and everyone's just ignoring him completely. They're like, Hey Bernie, how you doing? And one guy's like, Bernie, I want you to buy that Ferrari from you. I'll give you forty-five thousand dollars for it a pittance nowadays, but uh. he walks away and just he thinks Bernie said no because someone bumped into him and he moved his head down <laughs> and Larry's kind of shocked and Richard's just appalled by what's going on and Larry starts he's looking and he's, he gets a smirk on his face like he's seeing they're not noticing he's dead Richard goes to call the police and Larry stops him says we deserve this we deserve to relax let's pretend he's still alive (laughs) and Richard's like like most sane people would be like is you're a sick and horrible man (laughs) cause I mean seriously your boss is dead and you don't want to tell the police about it because (laughs) you want to spend a couple days at his beachfront property yeah I mean who in their right mind would do such a thing wait a minute now, it is a nice property. Yeah, very, right, very nice. And they had a full stock bar. Uh huh. And Beach. there's a lot of beautiful women there. So, right. what
1: changes Richard's mind?
0: A girl. The girl from earlier. But either way, I think that's. Well, so he gets distracted by this girl, and Larry ends up having a lot of fun yeah. at the party and ends up hooking up with a girl, which from. We don't know if they hooked up. We can assume they did. Maybe, perhaps. And Larry makes a fool of himself, and Bernie ends up through a series of hysterical and strange coincidences, ends up washing on shore across from where Richard is with his new girlfriend. and looking very like, hey, it's kinda <laughs> hot. <laughs> Throughout the
1: entire course of the movie, Bernie has this really funny look on his face. And just kind of I guess rigor mortis is stuck in there. It's,
0: it's, it's, it's just Terry it's Kaiser hilarious. I don't know how he kept that position the entire movie, with just the eyes like that and just that smirk that Uh, On the show notes, you'll see a picture of Cal and me as Bernie, just sitting there going... Because it's just... That look is just so funny. I mean, that's all you need. If you want to go for Halloween, just dress up as Bernie. Uh, And and if you want to be really interesting to go as Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's 2, where he's a zombie. Oh, man. Yes, he's a zombie in the sequel.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Definitely recommend seeing the sequel as well. Well, it's
0: not as... It's not as funny, but... We'll get into that at the end. So... After they bring Bernie back from, well, finding him in the water, who shows up but Tina, being all pissed off because she was supposed to meet Bernie at her apartment that night. Tina is the girlfriend of the mob boss. For happy fun time, and she's very pissed off. And they just stashed Bernie.
1: Yeah, she thinks that Bernie's cheating on her, which he probably would have been.
0: Yeah, knowing how sleazy he was. And And they stash him in the bedroom. And she's like, where is he? Where is he? He's like, he's not here. And she goes and pulls out a knife out of the kitchen and like, "Uh, he's upstairs. (laughs) And so she goes upstairs and Larry and Richard think, oh well, she'll find him and we'll be scot-free. So let's get a drink. And he could have died in his sleep. We'll be fine. So they go. And meanwhile, her watchdog is watching her through the window. And you see her go in the bedroom with the knife, drop the knife, and open her hideous robe to be naked in, well, we can assume that necrophilia ensued. <laughs> Without her knowing it, Richard and Larry just are wondering what's going on. Like, she's been up there for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. What is she doing? Yeah. It's like, there's no screaming or nothing. Then she comes downstairs in
1: a, in a very good
0: mood. a very good mood, and they're just like,
1: what? <laughs> it's
0: like, he couldn't have.
1: No way. And then, that's how we got the title of this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Larry looks to Richard and says, I get yelled at when I just lay there. And at that point, when I was watching, I just lost it. That that line, to me, is so hilarious. Yeah, because it's just like, it's a,
0: just, what the hell? Just,
1: you know, that, that just sums up everything that went, up, went on upstairs.
0: Because most guys, that is the case. They, you know, if you lie there,
1: oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. She must have thought he had a lot of stamina.
0: Oh, yes, and with rigor mortis sitting in, which is a discrepancy. If someone knows if that's possible, when you get rigor mortis, if that gets hard, let us know. Yeah. Because I was wondering if the fact that she's not hard, it's not going to do anything. I don't think everything else would get hard, but it's, I don't know. We don't know. We're not doctors.
1: Maybe it was, like, finger banging.
0: She would have known someone was, well, she didn't seem that bright, honestly. No, yeah. She seemed like, most of the girls in this movie, except for the main female, whatever, her name was Gwen. Gwen, yeah well even she seemed kind of stupid they all seemed stupid the only one who wasn't stupid I think was Larry and Richard and so Tina goes home and but the important thing is that since the guy Paulie
1: who was working for the mob boss was look, was watching this he basically calls up the guy who killed Bernie you know, he and says he's Paul still alive and
0: says he's still alive you fucked up and Paulie's yeah. like what do you mean what do you mean I, I killed him I, I gave him an injection he's like did you check he's like I think I did Like we'll go back And fucking do the job So he goes back And after another circumstance Larry has figured out What he's gonna do Because Richard is so tired He's like tomorrow morning I'll call the cops in the morning Just wake me up in a bit And so he passes out Larry wakes up And he has a brilliant plan He takes Bernie Puts him in a seat In the front Gets a cigarette Puts it in Bernie's mouth And starts playing Monopoly with Bernie With a dead body desecration of corpse in this movie is insane. Yeah. You really like these people. I mean it's so funny but if you realistically like read the script you'd be like "This, these people are horrible. <laughs> taking a dead body putting in a chair and playing Monopoly with them. They're like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> this is hysterical. It, it's hysterical and it's it's a very black comedy. It really yeah. is. It's, yeah. So what happens is Larry comes out and he sees Bernie and he's like, I was like what are you doing? He's like I'm playing with Bernie. We're, we're gonna have fun today. Like, what? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm calling the cops now. And then Gwen shows up. He's like, oh, Gwen, uh, listen, uh, I'm sorry about freaking out last night. Uh, Bernie's still alive. And Larry's like, oh, shit, shit, shit. This is going to ruin everything. I'm going to have to go home or we're going to go to the cops. So he pushes Bernie off of the ledge t- into the sand to kind of hide him for a minute so he can say, oh, Bernie isn't here. Richard's being retarded. And where does Bernie land? Right on top of Paulie. Who's skulking around, and ensues a very funny fight sequence, where Dan Bernie is actually kicking Paulie's ass. <laughs> a little
1: bit, yeah. And Paulie basically thinks he just strangled Bernie to death, and you know, now he finally thinks he got the job done. He walks away,
0: all happy, and then what happens is that Larry and Richard are fighting and arguing. And they discover because they go to call the police and they go to the phone with the answering machine. They turn on the answering machine by accident and they hear the, the
1: conversation that, that Bernie had with paulie where they were setting up the murder suicide staging.
0: And they find the note you saying. That. Find the money, and the note, yeah. I Everything, see. and they freak out. But then they realize, wait, 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 wait. He said that he can't kill us if, if he sees Bernie with us. I know Bernie's dead. You know Bernie's dead. No one else knows Bernie's. So they figure they're going to walk with Bernie and go to New York. Because at this
1: point, they still don't know that Bernie was murdered. They think he OD'd on heroin. Yeah. They have no reason to know that they're not still being targeted. So
0: they take Bernie, tie his shoes to their feet. They walk with him to the pier. They basically want to strut around showing that they're still with Bernie so that nobody... And Bernie's fine, and they're walking, they're walking, and who's on the ferry? Paulie. And he sees him, and he's like, what? I I killed him. (laughs) I... You slowly see Pauly go insane in the... Uh, it's the point, yeah, at this
1: point, Pauly starts going. He starts losing
0: it. He's losing it, and he's like, I have to get off the boat! I have to go! I have to kill Bernie! Kill Bernie! And they miss the boat, and so they take Bernie's boat out, and, and hilarity ensues from this point on. Even more yeah. stranger into a ending, which is just kind of, what the fuck... <laughs> And there's even a stinger at the end of the movie, well before the credits, but it's a it's a funny stinger with this, involving this little kid who early on buried Ernie.
1: Very, very, very funny movie, in my opinion. It's a
0: very absurd movie. I mean, realistically, these guys would go to jail for a lot of things. Yeah, and you know,
1: nobody would ever fall for any of this. But well, yeah.
0: we, we don't know. There are people that in South Beach are that stupid. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, plus most demographic who don't listen to this podcast, I mean, most Heathers and
1: uh, the Jersey Shore
0: idiots. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> really? oh, I can't believe that's a show.
0: Oh, did you hear what happened? The second series is coming out. I'm not surprised. But they're not allowed in Jersey anymore. They got booted out of Jersey. Good. They're going to be in South Beach. They're going to get booted out of South Beach, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could just anyway. see two guys going, hey, this is Birdie, man. <laughs> walking around. And the nice thing about this movie, which I liked, is that it's very reminiscent of the 80s. And it's kind of nostalgic for us because we were both. Born in the eighties. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you would that you saw in the movie which you wouldn't see now. I mean, yeah. besides the very, very thick language, there's a lot of cursing, a lot of profanity in it, fuck shit, schmuck. Yeah. But
1: what was this rated? This was rated R. Was
0: it? Yeah, it was rated R. Okay. And but what happens that is interesting is the fact that there's a lot of cigarette use in this movie and you don't see that anymore. You don't see a character just sitting there smoking in the middle of his of his room. I mean, you see occasionally the boss with a cigar, but you don't see a guy just sitting there with a cigarette, just typing on a computer or writing a newspaper or something like that. Right. And I like that about the movie. The design really wasn't bad. I liked, I mean, it was a very simply done movie. It's a cult hit. Yeah. It's a cult movie, and hey, it's worth owning.
1: Yeah, I think you owe it to yourself to seek this movie out.
0: And the sequel is not a. It's not as funny. It's a PG-13 movie. You do see boobs in it, which mm-hmm. you don't see in this one, unfortunately. Yeah. But you see boobs in the sequel for like one second, and you also see a shark bite burning. And some, then then there's this whole in the sequel. There's this whole angle with where
1: he gets voodoo cursed and his body gets reanimated again. And but only when, a... only when music is playing and he dances around, it's very weird.
0: Uh, Yes, it's a, like I said, he becomes a zombie. But not a flesh eating zombie, just a zombie who just dances and walks around and has a specific walk. Which is. I don't know
1: how this guy, you know, Ted Kaiser, I don't know how this guy did that walk.
0: I don't know. I could just picture this where. Ted Kaiser, or no, sorry, Terry Kaiser is going to be Bernie for the rest of his existence. Yeah. And I can just picture him winning an Emmy for some great movie <laughs> that's directed by Steven Spielberg or the Coen brothers or the Wazowski brothers or whoever. He wins this award, and then you're just going to see a bunch of fans of his sitting there, just all slumped back, wearing <laughs> the glasses, the blue shirt, is going... <laughs> this is Bernie just watching him it's like why can't I escape this movie?
1: That's just, you know, a testament it would be a testament to how just how much people love this
0: movie. Yeah, this movie is a classic. It's worth watching and hey. But this movie is truly great movie worth watching and definitely cool enough to own. Yeah. And so what would you give this movie out of our rating system?
1: I got to give this one our highest rating.
0: Really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch us now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the twelfth layer of hell where you'll be forced to watch episode one with Jar Jar Binks sing Mesa like you, Lisa, like, you. Lisa, like you. for yes. all eternity. Yes.
1: It's that funny. I, I I really think and it's not a long movie, there's not much of a commitment here. You know, you you you're gonna you're gonna laugh if you've never seen it you got to check it
0: out if you like you know, just yeah. kind of silly comedy it is a bad movie don't get me wrong this, it, it has no plot it has nothing it's, it's a very dark comedy no. for that reason alone I would have knocked it down but I love this movie this movie is <laughs> I was raised on this movie and it is a great movie to watch you, even if you don't it's a movie you watch with your friends if they've never seen it before just to freak them out because at first you're like what the fuck is this movie about this is messed up and, and it's funny it is funny to watch is worth watching. There's a lot of just one-liners which are just like, what did... like... like... it's like, I get in trouble just for lying there. You know, mm-hmm. just makes you kind of laugh. So I agree. I must give this movie, hey, really, really really fucking cool. If you don't watch this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the 12th layer of hell, where you'll watch Star Wars movies. Only episode one. Episode one with Jar Jar Binks in the background saying,
2: Miss, I like you! Miss, I like you! Miss, I like you! For all
0: be eternity. Yeah. So,
1: hmm, so... Don't let that happen to you, folks. Go out and watch this movie.
0: Yes, and if you can't find this movie, because this was, is very hard to find at this point because they stopped making the DVD, you could find it possibly if you look in a Best Buy bargain bin, but besides that, you're not going to find it. Yeah. You can find the first one. The second one, a lot harder to find. Maybe you could Netflix or
1: just have Netflix or, you
0: know. I was looking on, like, maybe one of those... Double packs at like Target or Walmart where they have like three movies for like 4 dollars You might find it in there. Yeah. You might find Bernie 1 and 2. Maybe.
1: Definitely worth it.
0: It's worth getting, worth laughing at the insanity of Andrew McCartney and uh, Jonathan Silverman who I don't know what else. What else has he done? I must look on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, so much useless information and so cool. And the last thing he did was... Beethoven's Big Break, and he guest starred in Psych. So he has done absolutely fucking nothing. And he was in Caddyshack too. That's right, he was in Caddyshack too. He was the main guy in Caddyshack too. And Anthony McCarthy, who did not age well in my opinion, he has a very sordid career, and he was in Snatched, and he was in the spider Chronicles as the father. That's right, he was in the... and he was in the good guy.
2: He yeah, yeah, had yeah. No, he's he, a pretty decent amount no, of he stuff, had right?
0: a good career. He had a really good career. Because I remember he in a bunch of stuff. Like, he was in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, Joy Luck Club, Heaven Must Wait, a lot of television shows, most of which, like, Law & Order, Criminal Intent, Crusader, Monk, Twilight Zone, Law & Order, Special Victims Unit, which we were talking about earlier. Because, yeah, we were, yeah. Which we'll get into another time when we go with, into the wet-hot summer, American summer movie, which is very odd and strange. But... Yeah. So what should we do next Well the next episode Episode 3 is not going to happen But the next episode with you on it We'll figure out what we're going to do Maybe something interesting Or we can do something Maybe dark I don't know We will see Yeah we'll find out and figure it out Yeah it's always good It's kind of late now I know you got to head out Sorry about keeping you Yeah Work tomorrow Work 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 Yes you work in a job Similar to these guys But not really Because you're a programmer
1: No I think Yeah yeah. No, Well I definitely know The office life All too yes. well so, so that Lucky. those those jokes hit home for me. But
0: I know the heat thing because I work outside in a small metal box. Yeah. Alone, listening to music. You bake. Yeah, with yes, metal box with glass windows, with no air conditioner. Yeah. That's smart. That that's brilliant. And also machinery that predates nineteen seventy. An imprint printer, man. An imprint fucking printer. Do they even make those anymore? Not to my knowledge. I mean, I've opened up the computer and the in the job. Okay, the box is about the size of this printer right here in front of me. There is one circuit board, this big, mm-hmm. and wires into the button box. That's it. Wow! It's just empty space. It's waste fucking space. I could do so much more, but that's a rant for another day, yeah. another episode. So, guess that's it for this episode of the Sparkin and Movie Review. I am your Hosan. I'm Cal. Well, we'll see you next time, and we are Gonesville. See, see you later. Bye. Bye.